from season one, episode six, titled EdTech, A Little Rant But Big Rave. COVID-19, the pandemic, has changed the face of society for the moment. It's a global pandemic that at least has California on quarantine. They call it a stay-at-home order, but it feels more like lockdown. This virus has sent teachers everywhere running from the glue stick, dry erase marker without a cap, petri-ish we call school, to the confines of our home. We, like everyone else, have been ordered to stay at home except for essential services. So our classrooms have all moved into our homes. This has posed a myriad of challenges for educators, administrators, parents, and students. One of which is how do teachers deliver instruction during this time and what do we use to measure this learning? Enter distance learning. Educators are now navigating the web, delivering lessons, maintaining connections, and attempting to continue serving communities in all the ways we always have, virtually. As a tech-savvy-ish teacher, Making the change from physical classroom to virtual platform was not as difficult as the initial wave of panic had me believing it would be. In fact, I am excited about the potential for learning and growth of both teacher and student during this time. I have the opportunity to explore new ideas, projects, and content because no one really knows what we're doing. I mean, they're aware that instruction is being delivered, but... There are far less pressures, especially now that high-stakes end-of-year testing has been canceled, as well as the SAT requirement being waived next year by colleges and universities. This has allowed me to shift learning paths and throw an experimental project in the mix. I want my students to apply the strategies we've learned to real-world situations. But spend spend a minute in your Instagram feed and you'll see that parents are up in arms. Teachers are holding on to any positivity they can muster. And students, well, they're expressing a desire to attend class for the first time ever. Is it as really as bad as many as would have you believe? In my opinion, no. But that opinion is evolving. As time out of school is extended and isolation begins to creep into my mind, I'm looking at it through a whole new way. Because the smoke of the distance learning bomb is clearing. I see educators facing as many issues as the entire catalog of Reader's Digest holds. In my head, I was misrepresenting the number of teachers with actual technological know-how. You see, I have what they call in education, imposter syndrome. This is where you feel that you're faking the whole teacher thing and that if people only knew certain things about you, they would see that you are just an imposter, basically the Pinocchio of teachers. So the story I told myself was that if I can weave together technology into my class, well then anybody can do it. That is simply not true. 
The reason I'm able to do what I do is because, in addition to being a teacher, I love to be a student. I find online classes, free webinars, recorded videos of exemplary teachers teaching, and I learn from them all. Loving lifelong learning sets me apart from my colleagues and has leveled up my skills and knowledge. So as I watch the fumbling in the dark teaching world, scramble frantically on hands and knees trying to plug into educational technologies, plethora of platforms, and parents equally clinging to any semblance of normalcy, I realize I'm ahead of the game. Now, I realize that this sounds like a rant thrown into the wrong section of my podcast, but I assure you it's not. I am here because I want to rave about my colleagues, the educators I know personally and professionally who are creating quality content to be delivered to students with as little interruption as possible. I'm not saying that everyone I work with is bringing their A-game. In fact, I know some teachers haven't even shown up or surfed since the pandemic surfaced, but they get enough attention. So I want to give a rare shout out. Compton Unified School District has really been impressing me. I have sat in many webinars and conference calls during this first first few weeks and am stunned by the knowledge gap among educators and, frankly, adults in regard to the possibilities made available through the internet. Now, this isn't being written by some Palo Alto millennial. I am 42 years old. You know, I grew up back when music was worth listening to. I watched the glove that didn't fit. And based on the Fifth Amendment, I won't tell you my whereabouts during the time in which King wished we all could get along. You know, classes on typing were offered way before I entered high school. And computers didn't come onto the scene until after I had left. I know that there is a technological knowledge gap among my peers. I also know that there is a technological knowledge gap among teens. You know, adults assume that because they're young that they know how to work a computer. Well, it's clear to me how many that teens don't know, like the ones in my classroom. They have a high cellular IQ, but a very low computer IQ. And I think that should send us back to the drawing board. So as we forge ahead, entangled in the wires that represent our only means of connection, I rave about Compton Unified and Dominguez High School in particular, and their support of and enrichment in educational technology. At this time, I'm impressed by the vision that attempted to bring opportunities to develop these skills in EdTech last year. Yes, there are still many antiquated beliefs and systems in Compton, just as many as there are couches with the plastic still on. But education is in the state of transformation, and Compton's caterpillar is emerging as a beautiful butterfly, while many are still struggling to form cocoons. I just want to say that I give it up for our leadership, for offering professional development since I've arrived at the school. Now, I've only been here two years, but I have to say that we're moving in the right direction. And I'm glad to be a part of it. Go Dons. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rantings, Ravings, and Cravings, the podcast about things I like, things I don't like, and everything in between. 
Hope you join me for our next episode. Until then, don't be afraid to rant and rave a little bit. Just give yourself a time limit and then make sure you get back to business.